It's the first Prez Monday check-in. We'll have a chat, but not spill tea. Hey, it's the first Prez Monday check-in. We got the Bible and Greg and me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Monday check-in. I'm Damon Jensen-Heitman, one of the pastors, First Presbyterian Church, Hastings, Nebraska, joined by... Greg Allen Pickett, the other pastor at First Presbyterian Church in Hastings. Uh, happy to be back in the podcast studio with you, Damon. It's been since uh, July 24th that we did this because I didn't update the date on our uh, our little sheet here. You mean it's not July anymore? It's not. Hmm. Yeah. It's closer to November, it feels. Yeah. <laughs> but... But it's not, actually. It's August, maybe. 14th? Sure. Yeah, I got yeah. it right. Sounds good. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Monday check-in, for those who don't know, is a little thing that we do, and it's kind of two halves. The first half is a little mini Bible study, uh, almost a kind of a preview. It's, but it's not really even a preview would, I think mean that we have more figured out for Sunday than we necessarily do. Right. Some weeks we do. Some weeks we do. But I don't think we can consistently say that it's a preview. Maybe it's an exploratory? It's a, yeah, it's a beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's like an exploratory committee. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. Uh, we take a look at the scriptures that we're going to use, or at least some of them. Or at least the ones we think we're going to use on Monday morning, because occasionally those also change between now and... And Sunday, but yeah. It does change sometimes. And More from you than from me. Yes. But yep. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and we talk a little bit about um, the themes. Uh, themes that we see in the scripture, the questions maybe that we have for the scripture, the questions perhaps that it has for us, and what we might spend our time thinking about during the week and talking about on and considering on Sunday morning. And then after that, we switch gears a little bit and we talk a little bit about the life of the church, things that are happening that folks might want to be aware of. So it's been a couple of weeks since I've done this. So I'm just going to assume it's my turn to do the opening prayer. Fair enough. All right, let's pray. Loving and gracious God, thank you for calling us together in this way. Thank you for calling us to be a part of your church, to try as best we are able to be reflections of you in the world, reflections of your light, of your love, of your generosity and hospitality. As we study your holy words this morning and throughout the week, let us be open to the wisdom, to the nurture, and to the challenge that you may have for us. In your gracious and loving name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, this coming Sunday, uh, we're going to read a little bit from the 12th chapter of Romans, verses 3 through 18, and it reads something like this. Uh, this is the Apostle Paul writing. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us 
has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And that's how that little passage ends. Greg, what what do you got? There's a lot there. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very Proverbs. It is, and, and Paul does that a bit in Romans. It's interesting because the style of Romans shifts from certain chapters, mm. and sometimes he's trying to do a deep theological drive dive, and then sometimes he's doing, like, bumper sticker wisdom. <laughs> but, it, like, it's good. Like, there's probably ten bumper stickers in here that I would put on my car yeah. that are good reminders of, of sort of how to live out our faith and particularly how to live out the love of Christ in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, these are very much like the sorts of verses that I remember either being asked to memorize or hearing people offer reflections on a lot when I was in like high school youth group, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because one, they're easy to hang a hat on. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, some of which I continue to do. At least two of which I continue to do quite frequently. Mm-hmm. And also they're. Um, it, <laughs> I'm reading it and I'm thinking, oh, like I'm this is it's graduation season, because they're also kind of focused on how to live a life, right? right. Which is you know, people think important to talk to high schoolers about. So I'm I'm sort of taking the opposite approach. The other bookend of this, uh, it's the start of the school year, mm-hmm. and so I think. Uh, within this particular passage in Romans, there's some really, really great advice and encouragement for teachers and professors and mm-hmm. administrators, as well as solid advice for students. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I landed on this passage to preach this week, because uh, here in central Nebraska, this is kind of back to school week. Like Carney started last week. Most of the school's are starting up this week. I know uh, Hastings College is starting up this week. My daughter Esther's first day of class is Wednesday. Um, And so, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely that time. Um, 
every year for sure. Uh, it's interesting, also if I'm remembering my biblical lessons well enough, part of the issue that Paul is addressing throughout the entire course of his correspondence to those in Rome is essentially the question of how does a community live together? Right. Right. How, how do we learn? How do we function? How do we get along with one another? How do we uh, accept new people in perhaps? How do we uh, keep ourselves in check in some way, shape or form? Right. Like there's, is, is Romans also the, um, what then is Apollos? Or is that Corinthians? Um, but whatever right, the case, like, yeah. like there's clearly kind of factions right. within the community. Right. And, and we get a hint of that here, right? He's, he invokes this body metaphor. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the parts of the body have a different function, but they all belong to one another. Um, so like the, the people who are prophesying maybe they're getting a little full of themselves. Right. Right. Um, and, and the people who are giving, maybe they're getting a little full of themselves or whatever right. the case may be. Um, and part of this is also saying, like, like you kind of all, you're all on the same level. Like you all have different gifts and talents, but that doesn't mean that you're better than anyone. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I there's, there's just a lot of practical wisdom in these verses that relate to how to live your faith on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. There's a multiple calls to humility, mm-hmm. which I think we, is helpful to be reminded of all the time. Multiple calls to unity. Um, also, what I'll say is multiple calls to stewardship, like steward the gifts that God has given you well, right? Yeah. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. So if your gift is prophesying, do it in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, serve. If it's teaching, teach. If it's encourage, if it's giving, do it generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. And if it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Um, And so, yeah, just a lot of just really sound, practical, on-the-ground advice. Interesting, too, in that Paul was writing to the church in Rome having not yet visited them. So yeah. when Paul wrote his letter to the Romans, he hadn't yet been there. He eventually ends up there, actually ends up in prison there. Uh, but when at the time he's writing this letter, he's writing to a community that he hasn't met, but that obviously respect him and are, are willing to sort of receive his advice. And like you said, sort of practically speaking to this church that may have some division within it. Also a church that's trying to live out its faith in the context of the Roman Empire, right? So a church yeah. that has multiple competing priorities facing it, um, as would any church, but in this particular case, you have the, the, the context of the empire. And so some of these pieces of advice Paul's giving are sort of don't fall into the culture you're a part of. In fact, I, I could yeah. have started uh, Romans 12.2, the verse right before this, which I could have left in and, and might put back in is do not transform to this world or do not, do not conform to this conformed, world, but be yeah. transformed. Um, 
because that's that's kind of the the context that Paul is writing to to not conform to the Roman Empire, but to be transformed. And then this is what transformation looks like. It looks like humility. It looks like living out your faith. It looks like Mm -hmm. stewarding your gifts wisely. And then you get into verse 9, and it's like, here's the bumper sticker, right? Hate what's evil, cling to what is good, devoted to one another, love, honor one another, keep your spiritual fervor, you know. And then these beautiful, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That's another one that you often quote. Yeah, that's one of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the last one I think is the other one that I hear you often quote mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is, in thinking about this and thinking about um, some of my favorite teachers uh, or coaches or whomever um, were able to create a foster a sense of community within their classroom mm-hmm. or a team or group or whatever the case, right? Where really like we are kind of one of our main goals here is to look out for one another. Right. Right. Um, and if we're all looking out for one another, then that's going to help all of us to accomplish our goals or to, you know, whatever the case might be. Right. Uh, and it's interesting to me, then that the gifts that Paul highlights here are all generally outwardly oriented, like they're all generally oriented towards someone else, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, what are they? Uh, prophecy, that's the one that's like, I have a question mark <laughs> next to it. But uh, serving, like serve... You generally serve others. I mean, you can't serve yourself, but I don't think that's what Paul's after here. <laughs> right? uh, serving is generally focused on others. Teaching is focused on others. Encouraging is focused on others. Giving is focused on others. Leading is focused on others. Uh, showing mercy is focused on others. And all of those gifts when done and shared with others are going to help to create a sense of community. Yeah, and, Martin Luther King the would sense of love. Yeah, Martin Luther King would refer to it as the beloved community. Yeah. Martin Luther King always talked about this call that we have as Christians to build a beloved community, a community where everyone feels loved and accepted and nurtured. That like that's how King would define the beloved community. He used that in a lot of his preaching and a lot of his speeches mm-hmm. that are called to build this beloved community. And yeah, so that's definitely Yeah, it, it's just real honest, simple, straightforward advice on how to do that, how to build that beloved community. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like that you were mentioning your, your teachers and your coaches. They they weren't trying to turn their classroom or the ball field into a church. That wasn't no. the point. No. But they were taking the values of their faith and trying to build a beloved community so that everyone there knew that they were loved and taken mm-hmm. care of and nurtured, right? Um, and I think that that's, that's an important part of this as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that it also reminds me of is the, uh, the Parker Palmer quote. I think it's Parker Palmer. Um, that you quote relatively frequently mm-hmm. that um, folks don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. Um, is that sort of an idea? Right. Uh, that... Um, I'm not really, you need this? Yes, I'm just going to write that down. 
<laughs> that's such smart wisdom that I often quote, uh, but I think it fits really well. And it fits really well if we're thinking about a back-to-school sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've paraphrased it. I don't think it includes the word folks. <laughs> but, um, and that's the sort of thing that's applicable to any setting where a group of folks are trying to live together. Right. Right. Whether that's a family, whether that's a classroom, whether that's a team or a musical group or a Sunday school class or a church or whatever the case. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting too. And there's a subtle distinction here that, that I sort of named or hinted at is that, if a teacher's teaching public schools, their goal is not to turn their classroom into a church. No. Uh, but living out their faith as a teacher means building a beloved community in their classroom. It means embracing these values so that these kids know that they're loved, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think also for our own students, right, who are about to re-enter into the hallways of the school, Mm -hmm. um, kind of the wider world, I guess. Like the school is essentially the world for them, for them. Yeah. Right. Um, this, the reminder of, I think I would include verse two, (laughs) um, the reminder of you, you are called to be different. Yeah. In the world, you are called to act out of love and not out of fear or animosity or whatever the case. You are called to be forgiving, not to the point that you need to put yourself at risk, but um, like you are called to be merciful. You are called to be generous mm-hmm. um, with others. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's an important reminder. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, and uh, I'm feeling this a little acutely this week uh, because my daughter is starting high school this year, and yeah, um, so I, I certainly want her to be starting the school year with that sort of in her mind, as well as all of her classmates, and as well as all of her teachers, and and then we're also restarting the uh, the year at the church, um, and so we're gonna have Sunday school teacher orientation uh, this next week, and so uh, a reminder as well a gratitude and a reminder of, of what that's all about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you think it'll preach? I think it'll preach. Question is, there's a lot of material here. How do we fit this into one sermon? But now I'm not sure why you used the word we in that sentence, but I understand. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, should we switch gears? Yeah, let's talk about what's happened in the life of the church. Okie dokie. Worship schedule. What's going on with the worship? Yeah, so from now until September 10th, uh, we have just one worship service on Sunday mornings that'll be held at 1030. Uh, so worship in the park is over, and worship in the chapel has not yet restarted. And so we'll hope you can join us uh, on Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. in the sanctuary. Uh, and that'll be for the next four weeks that we're doing that. 
and then we'll sort of get back into a fall schedule where we have an earlier morning worship service before our Sunday school hour. But mm-hmm. uh, that's what worship looks like for the next four weeks. So join us at 1030 in person in the sanctuary, uh, and we'll also be broadcasting as we usually do on Facebook Live and on the radio. Mm-hmm. And this coming Sunday, August 20th at 9 a.m., there will be a teacher orientation, so a Sunday school uh, teacher orientation that I assume if a person really needs to be involved in that, Rose has probably already reached out to them. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is happening. And I suppose if you were just curious about volunteering for to help out with Sunday school or Wednesday night, I would assume you could just kind of show up with that and, and maybe Rose would help plug you in somewhere yes indeed if you're listening to this and are not signed up to be a sunday school teacher but uh hearing this verse from romans 12 piqued your interest then by all means uh show up on sunday morning at nine o'clock uh for the teacher orientation and see where we might be able to plug you into the christian ed programming here at the church uh the following week august 27th uh will be the orientation for all of our uh, children youth and their families for sunday school so that is an exciting week because uh, the Sunday the kids get to meet their Sunday school teachers and get oriented to what that's all about. Uh, same thing with confirmation, right? I think. Uh, I mean, I'll be around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and so that's that's exciting on August twenty seventh, uh, and then we want you to pull out your calendars before they pull out their calendars. Also on August twenty seventh. After the 1030 worship service, the Congregational Life Committee is hosting an ice cream social. I saw that in the bulletin. I love ice cream. So, uh, so that's happening that day as well. It's pretty exciting when these things pop up on the calendar and I'm not aware of them. <laughs> and then I open up my bulletin. I'm like, I get ice cream in two weeks. <laughs> ice cream today. Or three weeks. Great. Two weeks? Two weeks. Two and a half two weeks. Two Sundays. Three, two Sundays from now. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Yeah. So, All right. Now. Now. Pull out your calendars mm-hmm. and get out a big, bright marker. It can be a highlighter or some other marker and circle the date September 10th on your calendars. That is a Sunday and that is the day. Thank you for demonstrating that for us all. Uh, and I bet the mic even picked that up. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, that is the day that we're celebrating the 150th anniversary of the church with a worship service and a luncheon. Um, and the worship service is going to be remarkable. There's going to be a ton of Exciting stuff going on there. We're five of our former or retired pastors are coming back for that. We're going to have the president of Hastings College here. We're going to have the pastor of First United Methodist here. We're uh, we're going to have someone from the city of Hastings read a proclamation, and then uh, the sermon. Uh, just to tease this for you a little bit, you know, we had a beloved pastor who served this church for thirty-five years, and then eventually retired in Hastings and continued to attend church here and be part of the community, Cy Kessler. And so the, the sermon is going to be a conversation between me and Cy. I'm going to read part of one of his old sermons and then be in dialogue with that. And so um, that's going to be a great worship service at 1030 on Sunday, September 10th. We're going to have our choir. We're going to have Cathedral Brass. You won't want to miss it. Uh, then immediately following worship service, everyone's going to be invited to get up and go across the street to the Peace Center where we're going to have a luncheon set up in the gym of the Peace Center, and uh, serving, we're expecting like 300 people, which is exciting. And so we will also be doing tours of the Peace Center so people know what's kind of going on over there. Mm -hmm. 
what's going on in the different rooms and what different ministries we're doing, what community groups use the space, all that stuff. Um, and so we really hope that you will join us on Sunday, September 10th for all of the, uh, the shenanigans of that service. Uh, I have already referred to it once or twice as a three-ring circus, but in a good way. Um, and it's going to be a great Sunday. So Sunday, September 10th, hope you can join us. September 10th is also going to mark the beginning of Sunday school. Correct. For the year. So uh, forum will start that day, heirs of parent, Sunday, uh, Sunday school for all ages. will start on September 10th as well. So. All right. Anything else we should tell them right now? I don't think so. All right. Well, then I guess I'll close with a word of prayer. Please do. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for your holy word and the way that it speaks to us today, 2,000 years later. And in particular, God, as, as the week prepares for back to school for so many students and teachers and administrators, God, we ask that you make your presence known in their lives. God, any nerves or nervousness they're feeling, bring your comfort and your peace. Any joy or excitement they are feeling, magnify that, O oh God. Any grief they are feeling, surround them with other people who can mourn with them. And above all, God, may your love enter into the students and the teachers and the administrators. And may you fill them up with your love so much that it overflows into the classrooms and the playgrounds and the campuses so that through you working through these kids and their teachers and administrators, the beloved community can be built. And through that, folks will know that they are loved and they will be in a perfect place to learn and grow. We ask all this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, then, with all those things said and done, until next time, toodaloo.